This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, December 21st, 2020. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now on Amazon Music. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Mallory B. Richardson is a Native American influencer and a member of the Halawa Saponi tribe. She is the CEO of the Platform Experience, a North Carolina-based fashion house that provides multiple services, including wardrobe styling and model coaching. She is the creator and producer of North Carolina's Plus Fashion Week entitled Crusade of Curves. Mallory is also the founder of Buku, Rally's premier plus-size nonprofit support network for career development, wellness, and service. She is adding another notch to her belt, fashion designer, and recently launched the Nova Grace Collection, a a duster collection infused with her indigenous culture and the designs and color stories for everyone to enjoy. So we're so excited to hear about all she has going on. Let's welcome Mallory to the show. Hi. 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 Good morning, Shanice. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for taking the time out this morning. I know you have a very busy schedule, so thank you for being with us. And you have a lot going on. You keep launching new (laughs) things. (laughs) You are the queen of launches. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And and, (laughs) go ahead. So first, I want to start about, you know, this is 2020. It was a very strange and rough year for all of us. How did the COVID-19 pandemic affect your business this year? So for me, Shanice, um, multiple effects to business. So let's start out. We will tell the people that I also am in retail management um, as my day-to-day job role outside of influencing and building my own businesses. So in that respect, um, never experienced a shutdown and a closing of my retail space that I've served over 10 years at this point. So that was new to not physically be at work, um, still being supported by my company, but it gave me time to reassess and, and realign what in business, what in family, what spiritually all mattered to me, and to take a second and third look at all the things that I was invested in and really decide, you know, are these things fruitful not only from a monetary space but from a holistic viewpoint? Like, am I being fulfilled by what I'm producing and putting into the universe? So for me, it challenged me in a new space to find new and more innovative ways to effectively still serve my community, um, still earn additional income, and make sure that 
I was I was being made whole um, by the things and the energy that I was putting into the projects and the development of my brands. Um, this year was wild in the sense that I published my first book. Um, I self-published at first as an ebook, and I had the time um, due to COVID with the doors of my retail location being closed. I was called on in a new light to be a full-time aunt as my middle sister is a working traveling nurse. So I took time to go back to my hometown, uh, serve in a different space as a full-time auntie um, for weeks on end. I was there with her while daycares were closed. And at the same time, I cleaned up a business and really put my time and energy into a project I started late 2019 in my book. And writing Life After Love and producing an online mechanism for which to push that platform during corona at a very reasonable price and updating my website and issuing the ebook just by email to those who follow me online and were interested in reading about that journey in my life was mind-blowing to me. Um, so you didn't have at- any intentions of releasing an ebook this year that just came out of being in the pandemic and free time. Correct. I started in, so for me, I just celebrated two years being single as an adult. Um, This is my first time in my personal life that I've been alone. Um, So as we all experience our different Um, traumas and relationships that come to an end, there's a period thereafter that you take or you should take a lot of time to really reflect and break down just what you feel may have happened, what was going on in your mind and heart, uh, what's going on presently versus what you've experienced in the past. And my coping mechanism to that uh, was getting back to the core of my artistry, which started in writing several years ago. Um, and it, it came upon me that I had notes from over the course of the six years I was in my last relationship in my iPhone. The notes section of my iPhone was full of pertinent details of ups, downs, highs, lows, um, emotional roller coasters that I had translated to writing. So I was talking to a friend, and I said, you know, I think that I have a really good foundation that I never intended to turn into a book from my memoirs and experiences over the last several years. And it wasn't just that relationship, but even the one that preceded it, as well as some um, communicative issues I've had with um, people throughout my time building in the industry, relationships with family members. So this was really a culmination of, just relationship development and growth and places that I saw were areas for opportunity I decided to write about in my phone. And so it was the fall of last year. Yeah, it was, it was the fall of last year. And I just said to myself, Mal, you can harbor this. You can create this own, you know, your own memoir and use it for self-reflection and let it be what it is. Or you can really, help change some people's lives by way of putting your life um, and experiences in writing in a tangible format for them to read, evaluate, weigh in on, and learn from. And so I decided that, you know, my life alone 
is it just for me? I feel like my overall purpose was to give back and help change people's lives. So if I had now, to put my experiences on the on the platform, that's what I did. Now, besides the book, one of your other mm-hmm. popular projects is your fashion show, Crusade of Curves. And so you had to pivot that um, this year as well. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So typically annually we host Crusade of Curves here in North Carolina in April of each year. I started Crusade back in 17, and so we're in, we're approaching our fifth year anniversary in 2021. And typically with the production, planning, um, pre-show, sponsorships, collaborative efforts, emails, all of those things start about a year prior to the actual production. So we were all set to go for 2020 in April until COVID-19 came on the scene. And so the timeline presented itself late February, early March. And I remember my sisters and I traveled for their birthdays to Mardi Gras in February, and we literally just made it back to North Carolina when COVID became a thing, a topic of conversation, a warning to all to be safe and to scale back with your social activities. So I'm looking like, okay, in six to eight weeks, I was supposed to put on North Carolina's largest plus and exclusive fashion event, which I had to then reroute. And that process was painful, um, to say the least, Uh, painful in in a space that I didn't want to change it. I was just so set that April was always our time because I strategically planned it that way so we wouldn't interfere with any other uh, plus production or or event in the overall plus size industry. And I was just so excited. So everyone was so excited, but I said I have to think about uh, the health of the people that are involved, and I have to think about the logistics. I had to take my heart off my sleeve and think more business-minded and um, reroute some things. So I started, as soon as I got back, started reaching out to my contacts and the venues and the models and so many different uh, layers to people that are involved in the production and started to map just how we were going to make it happen in 2020, but just not in April. So we did a, a live and postponed it, just told people to stay tuned. We had to then reevaluate dates. Uh, We had to think about, okay, in North Carolina, what's going on with the different stages of corona. Not only with North Carolina, our affiliates are from all over the world, so we had to think about other states and how their governors were handling the shutdown and think about all those things. So uh, we arrived at a date in July. And what I decided was we'll move forward. For those that are not comfortable, completely understand. If you don't want to travel, um, don't want to risk it, completely fine. Um, For those that had been quarantining successfully or could drive by car versus flying, they made it happen. We all chipped in and made things work. Who had to travel to come to the show? Okay. The models and typically our guests come from at least eight different states up and down the East Coast. Um, we've had some West Coast travelers as well. Um, and then But I mean, after team, it turns virtually, after it turned virtually, or you still was having a, a in-person event at this point? I did both. 
So what I did was for local photographers, local models, uh, my family, for those that had already purchased tickets to physically attend versus the virtual. Virtual was added as a feature because of corona. This was the very first year we've ever done anything virtual. Um, And I think that that's a positive takeaway from the coronavirus experience because nobody ever thought, well, why don't I just open up my show or event and make it virtual? We're missing an entire demographic of people that would love to be there, but that physically can't. So let's make it available to them as well. Uh, so the, the photographer still traveled, videographer still traveled, people from within the state of North Carolina still traveled, and a few of the models came from out of state. I had a very small physical audience um, for those that requested refunds because of corona and couldn't attend. They were awarded those. I just asked for a window to be able to produce those refunds. And then people decided to join us virtually instead. So we had a Zoom um, capturing the, the videography of the show, and they were able to feel like they were live and watching in Charlotte. Got it. Well, you, uh, I guess, have a new skill now going into 2020 when you do your fashion <laughs> show next year. So it worked yes, out. I, absolutely. I said going forward, I don't see why we would not offer virtual. Um, there is a huge market for it. Um, and, and definitely as the year progressed and you saw other events go virtual, especially New York Fashion Week, everybody had to say, okay, we're either going to pull the plug or we're just going to find a new way to do it. And new isn't wrong. It forced innovation and it forced us to think more critically about new and different ways to execute business. Now, let's talk about your new clothing line that you just launched. Now, you already have a lot of stuff going on. What made you want to launch your own clothing line? In the last couple years, my niece, Nova, is the core inspiration for this collection. And she just turned five this year in 2020. And in the last couple of years, it was interesting because I've always had a knack or wanted to explore a designer space. Um, Because my schedule and workload is so rigorous, I did have to partner um, with the local seamstress to help create physically what my design ideas were, um, infuse the elements of indigenous colorscapes and stories within the clothing, um, and really just brainstorm about it. So this has been a couple of years in the making mentally, and I never really spoke about that passion because in some respects to, to everyone that's in a line of influence, we have to cultivate our own ideas before we get to sharing them, I feel, because we want to feel whole in what we're doing. And people like me, I come up with great things all the time, but that doesn't mean I'm going to invest the time, um, effort, and the money into developing new projects. So I really want to have a good foundation and feel led to do so. And so over that course of time, I had a couple of people actually reach out to me, a photographer that's from my tribe. He said, you know, I really feel like you need to design a collection. And I said to myself in the back of my head, I said, I never mentioned this idea to anybody, really. Um, I think I had mentioned it maybe to my assistant once upon a time. I said, I have 
this idea that I want to expand my T-shirts into tees and turbans, and I really love dusters. I feel like dusters are the wave of being able to layer and create new looks out of one basic look, and you can carry a duster from, like, a kimono robe to a caftan to a swimsuit cover-up, all kinds of different looks just by layering a piece. So I decided to take the love of my life, my niece, um, as well as my indigenous culture um, as a Holowa woman and Eastern North Carolina native and mix those together with my desire and love of fashion and dusters. So after really giving that a lot of thought, I started to go and have conversations with people that I knew worked in the design industry. I talked to designers, seamstresses, um, people from fabric companies, uh, listened to people and what they liked and didn't like about the clothes that they were receiving or buying. Especially during corona, it was interesting to just have conversations and they not really know that that was my perspective. But when I was listening to people and their feedback, they felt like, oh, I'm only getting one wear out of something. And then even in my own social media platforms, I started to delve back into styling and really revamping looks. So people responded so well to it. I said, you know, this, these are all just great signs that I, I can do this. And this is something that I've, I've thought about for a long time. Let me invest in it. Let's get the business part of it um, underway. And the design stuff is the fun part. So it's been a few months in the making um, of a collection. I wanted to release it during Native American Heritage Month, which is each year in November. Um, And I got really discouraged because just so many things have been happening in the last 60 to 90 days. I got promoted again, um, had to rework some plans for upcoming 2021. And then I just felt like, now are you too stretched? (laughs) Like, are you tired? Like, how is this all going to? going to work out and that's when I just had to reach back and dig in my arsenal of support and get encouraged all over again and despite not launching in November because I'm following quite a few indigenous influences online I was reminded that we're native year-round we don't have to cram everything into November and it's not a failure if you don't launch something or announce something that's Native American based in November, we got all 365 right. to really enhance and develop branding, marketing, uh, projects, design ships, new, new businesses. So I said, exactly. you know, I'm going to get out of my own way and let this thing flow. And I have the product. Let me market it. We had the images. I was able to capture those in November. And I just released it. Now, what is the price point of your clothing? So, with this collection, we had Nova's duster at fifty-five, and we range upward to ninety-five in dusters. Now, originally, I actually was going to have the price point between eighty-five and one hundred and fifty because I was planning on a more high-end clientele. However, Corona also had its effects on my outlook of the brand and really making it slightly more affordable and inclusive for budget purposes for the people that really want to invest and have a piece of this collection. So um, in the future, 
potentially some different grades of fabrics, more intricate designs, maybe on the looks end of our brand, but we will always offer something between the 55 to 85 on average range for dusters in comparison to some other indie designers I've, I've seen are between 150 and 300 for a duster. And where can this collection be purchased? Collection can be purchased at www.malloryb.com. It has a its own title, the Nova Grace Collection, as a drop-down menu option on my website. Uh, at some point, it will probably be relocated to the platform experience, which is the fashion house umbrella it resides up under. However, in the interim, I left it under MalloryB.com. You can purchase there. We also accept emails at MalloryB and DMs. We will be responding to those also. Um, to be able to process orders, we will navigate you to the site. Our customer service team will navigate you to the site so that you're seeing pictures. We're answering all the questions that you may have about measurement, sizing, and things like that. Um, so we and what's the size range to the website? The size range goes from small up to three X. We actually produce two different sizes because our dusters are a semi one size fits all. So the average range between those two sizes either a one or a two, but we cater to sizes small up to three X. So you launched the ebook this year. You launched the clothing line this year. And then you just had one more announcement that you are going to have a weekly radio segment called Moments with Mal. Now tell me about that. Moments with Mal has been a part of the Platform Experience brand for about three years. It actually started as a conversation between myself and close friends that I developed within the industry that I felt weren't getting enough recognition or visibility. So I started with a dear friend of mine that's an indie designer here in North Carolina, and we recorded it. People's response is amazing. How it went on, the actual origins of the of the brand and the interview segment faded as my time got more consumed in other spaces. And it wasn't something that I really was ever wanted to see let go. Um, it was just a resurgence to say, okay, Moments with Mal is a thing, and we, I should completely make it a reoccurring one. So recently I was referred to WDRB and afforded the opportunity to come in and interview with producers and be awarded my own segment that airs every Friday at 9.15 a.m., and I'm in the works of um, getting my content and interviews together for that segment, and I decided to name it Moments with Mal, and we would discuss all things fashion and beauty inclusion. So that's the realm of Moments with Mal. The origins are still the very same. I just have a larger platform for which to discuss uh, all things fashion and beauty inclusion with, with my supporters. Now, for those of us that don't live in North Carolina, can we listen to your segment online? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Shanice. There are plenty of ways you can download apps, and it's available, and it's going to be available on YouTube as well um, through WDRB's Media Outsource. You can follow WDRB on Instagram as well with all the handles for which you can sign in, download apps, and tune into us. I would love to have you 
you and your guests um, tune in to my radio show every Friday at 915. This is a new way for me, um, and it's interesting, as we started this conversation talking about my ebook. Uh, this is just a, a quick point that everything that may not turn out the way we expect it to or want it to doesn't mean that it doesn't have an importance or value um, because my ex-partner was actually in the music and media space. And after us being together for a while, he said to me, he said, Mal, you need to be on the radio. you got a radio voice. And I said, what? Like, I never quite thought about it. And here we are years later. Um, he and I are still cordial. And I'm now getting the opportunity for a radio segment for 15 minutes, and my mind is just blown. I'm like, what else phenomenal um, can happen to me in 2020 despite all the things that have been so traumatic and, and hurtful throughout the year? It's like, it's, it's unreal, Shanice, sincerely. Now, briefly, tell me, who are you looking to collaborate with in 2021? <laughs> Good question. Really good question. So I plan based on your my prior conversation for us to continue in some collaborative efforts. Um, I do want to reach back out uh, to some of my other plus-size fashion event producers. Myself and Marie Janae have a really great relationship. I would like to see us partner in some ways in 2021. Uh, fellow indie designers, um, Ashante Hubbard, owner of Christian Omishan, and myself are really great friends, so I would like to see us in some some space for 21. Um, looking forward to developing further relationships within my uh, modeling space, as I'm currently signed to intro, um, which is a agency right here in North Carolina. So wanting to further develop uh, that relationship, coaching, guidance, development. Um, and so those are a few off the top of my head that I'm planning to work with, as well as a slew of fellow models and influencers that we've been just kind of uplifting each other back and forth in social media space. But once things kind of clear up some and it's a good um, atmosphere for travel, Definitely some more collaborative shoots and campaigns with um, with brands. We're excited. Now, before you go, tell us your official websites and social media pages. Absolutely. Uh, my personal modeling page and where you can find my portfolio and body of work is www.mallorybee.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Mal the Model, M-A-L the Model. If you want to follow our business pages, they are at the platform EXP on Instagram and Experience on Facebook. And our website for Crusade of Curves is www.thecrusadeofcurves.com. You also can follow us on social media handles at Crusade of Curves. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Continued success with your multiple projects. I am so proud of you and everything you've accomplished, and we definitely will be collaborating in 2021 for sure. So much, Shanice, for the opportunity and for all the amazing work you're doing 20-plus years in. Um, it really is inspiring to have legacies like you in the in the making um, for us aspiring to look up to and be great examples for. So 
definitely continue your strides as well. And I look forward to seeing you in 2021 and all of our collaborative efforts. Well, all right, ma'am. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll be in touch. You do the same. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to my fabulous guest, Mallory B. Richardson. Thank you for tuning in to the show. I've been your host, Shanice Lewis. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.